0: Welcome to another episode of the Wrong Football Podcast. My name's Dan, I'm here with G, the editor of thewrongfootball.com, and we're here to talk all things American football again this week. Notes, notes, I don't
1: have any notes.
0: No, it's a bit of a different one. This week it's going to be a bit of a strange one. Schedules have, have, have conspired against us this week, which means we're, we're recording this on Monday. Uh, so not only have the picks not come out yet, but we're also going to have to check in with Dan of the future uh, to talk about the uh, the Monday night game. But um, before we take a look at uh, the news and then uh, run through the uh, the games from this week, how's things, G? You're, you're okay?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're having schedule crunch i had support calls and all sorts this weekend so i really and and walked into more support calls and, and emergency systems falling over this morning so i really don't know where i'm coming and going but otherwise i'm okay there's football and stuff to discuss and you know the bengals won a second game in a
0: row if i'm not sure it counts <laughs> if it's against the browns that's it well it, it's 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 one in the win column
1: yes absolutely i'm not getting overexcited <laughs>
0: Um, well, let's. So, uh look. First of all, uh, we're just gonna have a, have a uh, talk about a couple of uh, talking points around the uh, around the league this uh, this week. Um, one thing for me that's really stood out in the, in the last few weeks, you've seen if you've uh, if you've seen my my post on Twitter last night. There's a lot of fights and a lot of people being ejected from games. I can remember a few seasons ago when it was very very rare that you'd you'd actually see someone being ejected from a game. Um, this week, this this year, sorry, it seems like. Well, almost almost a week isn't going by when somebody isn't being being ejected from a game is it, is it just me or is that the case Jay, what do you think?
1: There's a couple of factors at work here, um, some of it isn't new but that's because they have actually changed the rules relatively recently and I can't actually quite remember when they brought it in but the whole thing about this being the first discipline penalty and then we having another one and you're getting automatically ejected is like, you know, if it's not this season then it's only last season that it was brought in and yeah. so that's adding to the number of players or, that you're seeing ejected and then it does seem to be a as difficult year in terms of discipline, but I'm thinking mm. some of this is to do with you'll notice that it generally seems to be a bad team or, I mean, you know, the Bengals with AJ Green is one of the last people you'd expect to be, um, you know, involved in a fighting incident. In terms of the specific one this weekend and the Broncos and the Raiders, yeah. uh, this actually sort of starts because the, Crabtree and um, Tlaib actually have some history in that he ripped... To ripped off Crabtree's um, gold chain last season. Yeah did it again this season, so Crabtree blocked him out of the game and, and they ended up fighting and swinging fists and saw red. And it just, I mean, A why are you even wearing a chain when you're playing American football? That seems like a, you know in this day and age of health and safety that just seems crazy, you know you know you know how strictly they sort of stop you or monitor for jewellery wearing um, mm. in, in the premiership over here when playing football, but apparently it's absolutely fine in a contact sport, and then, yeah swinging fists at another player with a helmet on just is never a smart thing so it, it seems so ridiculous you know for fighting when we do get them and i as much as anything it's, it' it seems to be a sign that there are a number of um teams that were expecting to be much better that are struggling a lot of frustration and um players who are not fully under control of their coaches
0: i think it's that frustration is it isn't it once once people start getting frustrated and start thinking that you know perhaps maybe maybe things are, are not going their way they start the discipline we often say is is the first thing that you see go isn't it
1: yeah, and absolutely, and bearing in mind sort of this weekend, neither the Raiders or the Broncos are anywhere near where they um, want to be. Um, it's sort of both sides are struggling for the Raiders, for the Broncos. The defense still has an awful lot of very good players on it, yeah. and so you can see why some of the frustration is mounting there.
0: Absolutely, where's where it going to end? Do you think this is? Do you think somebody's going to be a pretty? Pretty really b- badly hurt in a fight. I mean, is, I suppose there's not a lot they can really do with when, no, they, when they've got no, so that, much yeah, in the way mean, of pads.
1: Somebody's, somebody's going to get hurt in the. Somebody's going to break their own hand on a helmet. Yeah. And I say that as a Bengals fan who watched George could do it in a in a um, believe it or not a practice fight. That was uh, silly. So documented on hard knocks and you know had to watch him apologise to uh, Marvin Lewis and it was like "Yeah, it's all very well apologising but you know your hand's broken there's only so much you're going to be able to do for a few weeks particularly when yeah. you play safety and you kind of need your hand um, it's a pretty this violent was, bit of kit yeah I mean this is why you end up with um, the rule about the two personal foul penalties but given the state of the fight and it was such a bad looking it escalated so badly it wouldn't necessarily surprise me to see them actually have a further suspension
0: I think you probably, I think you're probably right, especially given given this week and and, and this week's one, and, and how much it it ended up getting uh, kind of kicking everything off, didn't it? Everything, especially in that in that in that Raiders uh, Raiders Broncos game, just everybody was having a go.
1: Yeah, no, um, kind of crazy. So. We shall see what the league office makes of it, but um, I suspect uh, fi- at least fines will be afoot, and it would not surprise me with a couple of players not playing next week.
0: That's it, absolutely. Well, um, what? Uh, what else has t- 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 kind of caught your eye this week? G? Well,
1: we're out early in the week, and um, so I- I've listened to a couple of bits and pieces, and, and you know watched the Bengals uh, because the game I really wanted to watch was blacked out over here in the UK, and. The interesting thing for me is that I heard sort of the early reaction be one of the narratives this week is going to be uh, um, quarterback controversy in Kansas City, and lo and behold, one of the top stories in around the NFL at the moment is is no Chiefs QB controversy. Alex is my guy, and. <laughs> It, it just strikes me as funny that there, there's lots of things going wrong for the Chiefs at the moment, but I'm not sure you can lay them at the grounds of what I think is a very, very competent quarterback. I'm not saying he's amazing, but I think he's a lot better than a lot of people give him credit for. And the problem at the moment is that despite having their um, starting um, offensive line, they're not actually blocking very well, and so they can't run the ball. And if mm. you have an offense like the Chiefs, where, which is predicated on being able to run the ball and play action, but not having a credible run for it is a real issue.
0: Yeah, and Alex Alex Smith probably isn't isn't so much of an issue, you'd say.
1: Yeah, I, I'd say the, the problem is the stalling running game, which is making um, Alex Smith um, look a lot worse than he actually is. Uh, mm. There's definitely a ceiling. He's not, you know, I'm not saying he's you know Drew Brees or or Tom Brady who can elevate those around him and that top layer of quarterback. But I think he's a lot better than people give him credit.
0: Yeah. Um, anything else before we uh, we have a look at the games? Anything else? I think particularly... we can
1: cover the various coaches' decisions. Um, uh, <laughs> you've got Doug Marrone talking about being greedy after with the, which led to the Jaguars losing. Um, oh yeah, and uh, the fifty-seven-yard field goal in in the Steelers game as well. which yes, uh, Yeah. McCuffey's come out and defended, but we can cover them as we go through the games.
0: Excellent. Well, in which case, on with the games. <laughs> Here. Right, week 12 is, well, kind of nearly in the books, I suppose. Um, <laughs> it will dream. be by the time they hear this. It will be, yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks to Dan future, future Dan. Will. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've uh, had his say on uh, on how uh, how the how the money Night game goes. Anyway... Um, so the week kicked off with uh, the, well, it was the Thanksgiving uh, week uh, games, wasn't it? So there was three games on Thursday nights. First of all, we we're going to have a look at the uh, Minnesota Vikings and their trip to uh, Detroit to play the Lions. It ended up at uh, thirty points to twenty three to the Vikings, and uh, by all accounts, quite a good game. It was a quite good game, although the Vikings felt strangely in control for all of it. Um, mm. And I, I'm slightly, I feel like I might owe Detroit
1: fans a bit of a an apology because after confidently stating that um, Matthew Stafford had been playing playing really well this season despite them having some problems at the skill players he then prompted to overthrow and not have his best game um but a lot of that i would imagine could also be placed on the fact this vikings team is just really good the defense is tricky even on the road and i, I i'm very impressed with the vikings and i think they you know, we've been saying for a while that they'll be the run in the nfc and i know your dad yeah. is saying um that they're going to be the first team to get to a home super bowl i'm not yeah. sure if i'll go that far but i are definitely <laughs> rolling in this one
0: it was a uh, I mean, it was it was a big game for the uh, for the vice. I think that makes it. Is it eight? Is it seven or eight in a row that they've they've won now?
1: Uh, they've lost two in a couple, so I think it must be yeah. seven. I don't think it's as many as eight.
0: Yeah, but it's uh, they've 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 done really well. It's 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 one of those things where uh, at the beginning of the season, I think I think everyone everyone thought that the Vikings would do pretty well, but I think they're they're surprising some people, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I think they really are. And The interesting thing is that obviously in the opening week they had Sam Bradford come out and play amazing, and everybody thought, "Oh, wow, this team could be could be you know really do things." Mm. And then Bradford disappeared with his knee injury, and Case Keenum didn't have the you know the most auspicious second game. I don't think, but um, he's played really really well for them all through this season, and yeah, they're, they're definitely on people's watch list now.
0: Well, but what about the Lions? What do you think to the uh, Lions following this one?
1: I. <sighs> I'd like to see them against uh, more middling opposition to get a true true gauge because, you know, we saw what the Vikings did to the Rams' high-flying offense. So I think a lot of teams are going to struggle to beat the Vikings. And I'm I'm dubious of pulling too much just because it's a Thursday game and Matthew Stafford just didn't look right. The defense looked pretty good, but not amazing. And and I I think I feel like I ought to watch the Lions again fairly soon.
0: I think that's uh, not a bad idea. They're uh, they're not they're not a bad team. They're not uh, no no. And season. and
1: look, I think Lovey Smith has more than earned um, his extension with what he's doing there. But yeah, this this yeah. this was a, a tough ask for them this season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, like, as we say, that one uh, finished thirty points to twenty three to the Detroit Lions. Uh, Vikings still obviously top of uh, their of their uh, their division. Um, the Chargers uh, made the trip to Dallas as well. Uh, it ended up. Um, well, it, was, it was quite a one it was, it was fairly one-sided this in terms of in terms of scoring and, and it it kind of surprised some people I would say 28 six to the Chargers. Uh, to the charges
1: I don't think it surprised you either of us um well maybe. we
0: picked I think I did, I think the thing that surprised me was how how big a gap there was
1: yeah uh the Cowboys have struggled to move um the ball ever since Ezekiel Elliott went out but a lot of yeah. focus was also on the injury to tyrone Smith for their left um, tackle but um he came back but possibly wasn't um, particularly um, fit or alternatively the Chargers pass rush with um, Ingram and Joey Bosa is particularly um, impressive and yeah the Chargers seem to be coming into form at the right moment and, and interestingly because of the um, problems in their division with the Chiefs and not out of um,
0: the playoff hunt at all no absolutely not and um I mean the, the game for Philip Rivers was was nigh, near perfect wasn't it
1: yeah, and and he, he's a demonstration that you don't have to have perfect mechanics to get the no. thing get the job done because if he's not the prettiest throw of the ball but um <laughs> I'm just if you just pause for a second whilst I look up the amazing receiver's name who had the amazing game Keenan um, but, yes <laughs> number thirteen i'm terrible yes. i I'm, he was he was he had an amazing game and looked very good. Um, Hunt Henry's had a good season and yeah, the, the Chargers seem to be rounding into a bit of form after spending the start of the season specialising in close losses.
0: Yeah, um, well, Cowboys are struggling a little bit now, aren't they? Now they've now they've not got their uh, their their star running back.
1: Yeah, and i would be curious to see what happens this Thursday night. Whether. um Defensive line might play a bit better, and and that Prescott can find a bit of form without Ezekiel Elliott, or whether they're really really in trouble. I mean, the other thing that we should mention about the Cowboys is that Sean Lee has a huge effect on how well their defense plays, as much as anything, because he gets everybody lined up, and so it's one of the largest um, non-quarterback um, drops in a, in a team's overall performance. Where when an individual player goes out, is Sean Lee missing for the Cowboys? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, another uh, another team that feels a little bit a little bit like they they might be a, a bit of a one-man team is the uh, the John- Giants. They uh, played the Redskins on uh, on Thanksgiving Day, uh, Thanksgiving Thursday. Um, they lost again. It was it was twenty points to ten to Washington. Um, what uh, you, you've watched this one, haven't you? What, what what do you think is going wrong for the Giants? Um,
1: they have a non functioning offense due to the fact that their offensive line is very banged up and not very good. Obviously, yeah. they're missing Odell Beckham, but Eli Manning hasn't looked that that good for the last couple really of seasons. But poor but stats. They, Poor stats does not look great, but also not being helped out because even um, some of the players who should be helping him are dropping balls, and so you know even when he hits hits his t- the tight end who I will look up in a moment dropped several, and it just did not it's not working at all for for Giants. We've been saying all year. Um, that it didn't look good. Maybe there needed to be changes. And if you remember, I was dubious about um, their roster for a while uh, yeah. with when they lost Coughlin. And I was saying, I'm not. Su- I'm sure. I think there's more than just a coaching change here. And um, McAdoo, I'm not sure, has convinced me that he's a top quality um, NFL coach. And we shall just have to see how we go on.
0: Mm. Um, on the other side of the ball for the uh, uh, for the Washington Redskins, the, uh, is it Samajee? Is that how you pronounce his name, Samaji Perrine uh, the uh, running back. Ade- yes, he's a good, good one.
1: He did. Um, yes, Samajay Perrin.
0: Samajay, that's it.
1: Um, yeah, 100 yards off and 24 rushing attempts. But I mean, Washington have been a tough out. But they have, if you look at um, the injury lists, they have one of the most injured rosters in the league. And yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much the only one worse, I think, is the Ravens. And, and so... They did OK in this game, but it was a really ugly game. I mean, it, was not, it was not the best of games, it has to be said. And um, I think they're, they're, they're proving to be a difficult out for teams, but I, I think having lost as many games as they have in the division, even if they'll hang around and make life difficult, I can't see them slipping into the playoffs. And no. it will be even having lost you know, 2,000-yard receivers in the offseason last season – and we all assume that Kirk Cousins is gone in the off in, in this off season unless they sign you know sign him for on a franchise tag for thirty five uh, million or you know get a long term deal done. I'm just not sure what's going on in the front office and where that team's headed.
0: Mm. Um, the first of the the games on, on Sunday night saw so the uh, the Falcons and the Buccaneers uh, meet uh, in Atlanta. Um, it ended thirty four twenty to the Falcons. Now for me, the Falcons they've they've been having a, a fairly mediocre season but you look at their record they're 7 and 4
1: yeah and I'm sort of kicking myself on this one because the Falcons have been beginning to find a little bit of form. Yeah. And we knew the Buccaneers weren't great, but I just thought, oh, the Bucks played a bit better over the last couple of weeks and I thought they might keep it under night. And then Julio Jones um, catches 250 yards.
0: And, what, and, and Super Julio, have you seen his dive into the, uh, into the end zone?
1: I haven't yet, but um, um, if you're going to tell me that he, he did something impressive, I'm not going to disbelieve you because he's an the, incredible talent. The fact um, that he even
0: uh, managed to get the, uh, the ball in round <laughs> That round the pylon was amazing.
1: Um, Mohammed Sanu um, threw another touchdown because um, what people keep forgetting to mention about him was that he has. Um, some quarterback background in college and actually threw something, had something like um, five passes for touchdowns for the Bengals before somebody dropped one, and so his passing stats became five out of six. <laughs> but he's actually a surprisingly good uh, um, sort of gadget thrower yeah. for, uh, uh, option for, for an offense if um, people are aware of it. Perfect
0: passer rating on the day 158.3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: he, he's done, believe it or not, this is not the first time he's done that.
0: No. What about the Buccaneers, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think the, the the chances for them for the rest of the season? They're at four and seven, so realistically, I can't. I can't see them. The defense has been
1: playoffs. such a letdown this year. Um, I love Jared McCoy, but I just this is another team where and um, Dirt Cutter was sort of promoted over Lovey Smith, if you remember, because they they liked um, Jameis Winston's relationship with Cutter, and yes. he he doesn't seem to have made a step forward. Um, obviously, he's injured for the last few weeks, but. It feels like maybe a promotion too far, and I think it's going to be interesting off season. Believe it or not, I've heard talk of um, now. I'm going to do my usual thing with brothers, and I'm going to completely forget <laughs> which one's which. But I believe it's John Gruden who's currently doing uh, Monday Night Football. There's talk of him um, coming out of the the booth and coaching the Buccaneers.
0: Really, I hadn't heard that.
1: I've heard suggestions I wouldn't go as far as to say rumours but I keep you know if you remember he was in Hard Knocks and, and that was a relationship that had fractured earlier but he was floating around sort of behind the scenes and chatting and, and, and that's, that's a rumour I've, I've heard reference on, on podcasts and stuff but yeah I, I, I suspect there could be a coaching change coming
0: there yeah and we mentioned the Chiefs earlier they uh, played the Bills on Sunday uh, they lost 16 points to 10 Um both of these teams are on 6-5, and five, but they're another one. They're, both of them, again, feel like they're having mediocre seasons. I disagree with you
1: slightly on both, but I'll start with one and then go to the other. For the okay. Chiefs, they started really strongly, mm. obviously rushed out to that, that league, but, as I mentioned earlier, they're struggling with their passing game, and their defence was never that great to begin with. They lost Eric Berry, and they're really a turnover-driven defence that aren't turning the ball over, so they seem to be struggling, and I thought this was a game they were going to get themselves going for. However, with the Buffalo Bills, until like the last couple of weeks' blip, basically after the draft deadline when they traded Marcel there at Darius and then suddenly they couldn't stop the run and you had the Saints run the ball down their throat and beat them really really, really easily. And then last week with the whole Peterman disaster... But, before that, I quite like what Sean McDermott was doing, and Mm. he clearly, I don't think, has lost the dressing room to get this kind of reaction. And the thing that um, Tyrod Taylor at least gives you is he doesn't lose you games, and he doesn't turn the ball over. And so they sort of went back to their formula and got the job done. I'm sure it wasn't pretty to watch, but... I have a, I, I had a lot of faith until the last few weeks, but if it's one of these occasions where the coaches are willing, not necessarily to come out to worse, but that doesn't matter. But if he's had the discussion with the management of whatever was going on with that Peterman decision, and you do wonder, and this is an interesting point I heard today, which was that um, you wonder sometimes with these coaches what outside influences and pressures they're getting to make them do decisions. Because these guys put the hours in. They know an awful lot about American football. When mm. we're saying the job's not getting done, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad coach. It could be a bad situation, a bad fit. They might be learning if it's the first time in a the job they're learning how much they can do, how much they need to delegate. You know, There's an awful lot of moving parts in an American football team. It is not a simple thing to get right.
0: No. Um, one, one person who uh, had a good game for the Bills was uh, Hauschka, Stephen Hauschka, their kicker. Uh, he's made, made some uh, some some pretty long field goals this this game. 56, uh, you do
1: yeah, you do like a kicking stat, and he's one of the more reliable kickers in the league. If if if, if name recognition goes.
0: Yeah, he is, and I know my kickers.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I like different defense and sacks. You like kickers. We're both apparently odd.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, the Bears. Well, if it wasn't for their kicker, they wouldn't have had any any points. They uh, they played the uh, uh, the Eagles on, uh, on on Sunday as well. Uh, Eagles are absolutely for want of a better word. Eagles are absolutely flying on there. It was thirty-one-three to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. This one, they're now ten and one.
1: There's a song about that, but we won't go down that route because everybody's had <laughs> enough of Gavin singing. But yeah. Um, Eagles rolling, Chicago Bears. The offense is off. John Fox. I was kind of hopeful there'd be development this season, but I'm beginning to think there might be another. This would be another one that might have a regime change because I'm just yeah. not sure what the plan is on offense. And in fairness, with the receiver group that they have, it's very hard for Trubisky to show much. But he's he's not exactly um, giving you the hope that say Deshaun Watson was at the Texans, is he? It's no. um, yeah, it doesn't look great in Chicago at the moment.
0: No, that's it. One thing I do want to see. I haven't seen the uh, the replay of it yet, but from what I've heard, uh, Jhi had a, a a really big long run and fumbled it just right towards the end, uh, towards the uh, right, just as they were getting towards the end zone, uh, and somebody luckily managed to pick it up and uh, and, and follow it in for a touchdown.
1: Yeah, he was about five yards out. I believe. Yeah,
0: yeah I need to. Uh, I, want, I want to say that, but uh, he's he's not doing too badly in uh, in in Philadelphia now, is he?
1: Yeah, he's doing okay, but obviously the big story I think is just the balance of the team, how well yeah. the defense is playing, and Carson Wentz is obviously the one that's grabbing all the headlines.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's up there for MVP, isn't he? I think I think for me, it's it's still probably Tom Brady to lose, but
1: it's hard to look past a forty year old quarterback who's setting yeah. records and still playing amazing.
0: But he's still he's having a good go, his old Carson Wentz. So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But... Um, your game, the Browns and the and the uh, and the Bengals. Uh, this was. Um, yeah well you would you got the you got the win it was 30 points to 16 to the uh, to the Bengals Um, wasn't particularly back and forth you you kind of led throughout didn't you
1: yeah um The, the Bengals, yeah, apart from going 3-0 three de- three down at the yeah. start just because the Browns got the ball first, then proceeded to take the lead on the next drive and never let up, and never mm. really looked um, in too much trouble. The rush defence for the Bengals hasn't been all that great despite them playing pretty good defence overall. The surprise to me in this game is that, believe it or not, the Browns actually came into this game with the best rush defence in the league by DVOA yeah. and then pre- proceeded to give up the, um, Joe Mixon's first 100-yard game. Of the he look
0: yeah from what I've heard he looked really really good he's
1: look yeah he's looking better um... <laughs> there's some talk that the line is beginning to come together he's been apparently turning up in in some like extra friday meetings where they're just getting everybody on the same page and, and i'm still not trying to buy into to the hype because you know you'd have to beat the steelers on monday night football next week yeah. and then roll the table to to get yourself a 94 percent chance chance of getting to the playoffs by winning 10 games but you know it, it, two weeks in a row and definitely not something to be sniffed at and with the browns Apparently, um, Hugh Jackson and um, the the owners were hobnobbing with um, AJ McCarron before the game. Apparently, they were just talking about the, the college games at, at, the, at the weekend because Auburn were just playing in, in the um, Iron Bowl. But yeah, we, we shall see if, that, see if he magically signs to the Browns after the whole trade mishap.
0: Yes, that's it. It's a, it's a, it's a it's, yeah. It really, really, he really could have been a Brown, couldn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. uh, If they got the paperwork in, he he would be. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, What What did you uh, What did you actually think of the Browns? You think they were? I assume you've watched this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I watched this one at lunchtime because the um, Saints Rams game is still blacked out in the UK, and (sighs) Kaiser showed a little bit in in places, and uh, Coleman um, has just come back from the hand injury, dropped one that should have been a touchdown, but. I don't know, the defence looks tough but I think they just need a few more players and I think, I still think they ran the ball quite well but they just, it's not come together in the passing game yet and I'm beginning to worry for Hugh Jackson just because it's 1-25 and and you know, do the players still have faith in their coach As
0: soon as I have to ask it every week and we're not going to get to what ask it on the, on, at the picks um, are the Browns going to get their first win this week against the uh, the Chargers
1: I can't see it I no, can't I don't see think so. it. I don't think so. I'm not sure. It's really hard to go um, um, completely winless. Mm. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody, particularly Browns fans who are long-suffering and and, and a great fan base. You're not one of these ones that don't turn up. They turn up and cheer vociferously. And I wish them all the best. But uh, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they snuck a win somewhere. But... I'm finding it hard to find one, particularly as I'm not even picking them to cover these big lines at the moment because they just. No. This is a third week in a row where you've got one where you might be tempted because you're not entirely convinced by, by the team and the size of the line, and they've just they've just not managed it at all.
0: No. Um, well, the uh, the Titans and the Colts also played on Sunday night. Um, it was uh, Titans that ended up with the uh, win on this one. It's twenty points to sixteen uh, to Tennessee. Uh, three and eight. The Colts. They. They 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 must be disappointed with how this year is going, but I, I suppose with their with their injury issues and things like that, they they can't have expected much more. No, I mean I think the biggest worry for the Colts is just Andrew Luck's
1: health. You know he's over in Europe apparently seeking you know alternative treatment for his shoulder, mm. and it's sort of a damning indictment of the team they built around him. And Jacoby Brissett has actually played pretty well, but th- this team are just struggling. And any team is going to without the starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, uh, well, the Tennessee Titans are at uh, at seven and four at the minute. They're tied at the at the top of the AFC South. Do you think they've got a good uh, good chance of potentially making making the playoffs? <sighs>
1: I think they're in in with a shout. Certainly in the AFC with the way the divisions go uh, are going so far. Um, the fact that they've got a share of the division and and they've sort of done it the ugly way and keep competing, you can see them grinding their way into um, a wild card, if not um, a division win, depending on how the Jaguars do down the stretch.
0: Yeah. Um, also the uh, the Dolphins uh, lost to the Patriots. And um, moving on, uh, uh, the, is that <laughs> is,
1: is there anything you want to cover about that or?
0: Uh, well, it was a yeah yeah. I mean, I didn't see anything other than uh, than a loss for this one. It was it was the uh, the Miami. Dolphins Dolphins uh, playing the uh, the, the, the uh, New England Patriots. They ended up thirty five seventeen to the Dolphins. Patriots again are, are, are looking like a, a, a really good team. I, I must say I haven't had a chance to watch this one. The thing that uh, that that I have seen um, is is well, obviously the fir- two things I've seen. Firstly, Bobby McCain uh, picking off a uh, um, making a pick from uh, from Tom Brady, which I think is his first interception in I don't know how many weeks. Can't remember the. I uh, can't remember the You'll be pretty Quite a lot. happy about it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But then, uh, then later on in the game, he got uh, he got ejected for uh, for throwing a punch. Oh really? So he did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another one. Another fighting. one. That's it. It was another one that uh, that that kind of made me. Uh, it was another thing that that kind of drew my attention to it, and I think it's just. I think it is that, that frustration and, and the and the, the lack of discipline just starting to start yeah, to creep in. They're
1: having a, a tough season and news just in Tom Brady is good at football.
0: Oh for, really? Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll make a note of that. Um <laughs> Um the it was it was the first game for uh, well, I say first game, it's probably his second game now, isn't it? Matt Moore um started the uh, the game. I didn't didn't expect much of him. I don't know about I don't know about you.
1: He's right. At that line of you'd love him to be your um, backup quarterback, and he'll get you a win or two if needed. But um, he's not quite the starter quality, and it's yeah. it's not exactly surprising. That he struggled against a, a Patriots team that seemed to be rounding into form at
0: the right time, as usual. That's it. That's it. And they are they're they're running away with the AFC East now. While it was it was quite tight for a time, they're uh, they're topped by a, by a little way now.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of AFC East New York Jets uh, Played the, uh, the Carolina Panthers uh, Sunday night the Panthers Panthers are looking pretty good They won this for 35-27 What do you think of the Panthers so far? I think they seem to be going at the moment, as well as
1: Cam Newton is playing. But he seems to be very mercurial this year. And just when I thought, oh, right, okay," so we are letting him run the ball more, and and their offense is being more effective, and that's still the case. But he's he's still missing passes, and and seems to be very up and down. But the defense is
0: really good, and like you know, they seem to be doing enough
1: to keep them in the hunt. Mm.
0: Um, the the Jets, on the other hand, um, they. Well, they well they started pretty well, didn't they? But they're, they're at four and seven now.
1: Yeah, but um, the thing we shouldn't forget is is the off season they had and the turnover in the roster and the fact that they've nobody expected to get a win. Yeah. yeah, everybody was talking about could they be the team that go in zero sixteen, and they've already got yeah. you know they've well surpassed expectations coming into the season, and so you know success is is which really should be measured against expectation, and so. Yeah. You you want to keep them to do do up and fighting and and do a little better and obviously win where they can, but you know it's not necessarily surprising to see them lose to the Panthers. You know they are four and seven, and the other Panthers were eight and three going into this game. Yeah,
0: and a big game for Luke Keatsley as well. From what I've heard, he uh, he had a, a, one thing I did see about this game was he uh, he scooped up a a, a bit of a, a I think I think they. And whether they fumbled, I think they fumbled. Um, the uh, the ball was knocked out of the quarterback's hand anyway, and uh, he, he scooped up one and went in for a touchdown. So uh, the Panthers put out making full use of the two hundred and forty character limit now on on, uh, on Twitter <laughs> to put Luke in their uh, in their. Uh... Status, We've commented so.
1: before on the um, Carolina Panthers um, media team who are pretty good and Luke Kuechly yep. is a great player as ever. The only concern for him is um, the injury and the concussions but he's been, yeah. when he's played he's been phenomenal and it's really made a difference to that defence so yeah. um, hopefully long he may stay fit.
0: That's it. Uh, the 49ers hosted the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the 49ers got their got their first win a couple of weeks ago. They were, uh, they're, they're still 1-10 but uh, yeah, the, the Seahawks are, are doing pretty well. 24-13 they, they won in this one um, good game for the Seahawks from what I've heard
1: yeah basically uh, it turns out that Russell Wilson is also good at football
0: right another one <laughs> another one for my, uh, for me to write down
1: yes um, he, he's kind of incredible defence did enough and I've, I've, the big headline I've seen from this one is basically Garoppolo, Garoppolo comes on yeah. because of the injury um, runs for a first down that he wasn't expected to get and then throws a touchdown and yeah. it turns out he might be a professional quarterback
0: well, I think uh, to be honest, I, I can absolutely see them giving him a go uh, next week. They might have to. Yeah, I,
1: I think it would be crazy not to. Depending on the injury, I think that you know you've signed for him. You know, they talk about you know they could tag him or, or whatever. I think you want to see what you've got if you if he can look like that and. And mm. you know do a job for you, then yeah, you want to take a look.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's 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 better than a backup. I think he's uh, yeah. certainly certainly when it comes to the uh, to the to the forty I think he's better than than CJ Beathard. So uh, yeah, we uh, be good to see him uh, get some get a get a start again.
1: Yeah, he's um, been hanging around long enough. I'm sure he's desperate to get a start.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he'll be he'll be jumping at the bit. Absolutely chomping at the bit. Um, the Rams and the Saints met. Wow, what a game this must have been! I'm, I'm going to definitely. This is one that I'm going to uh, go back and watch over the next uh, next couple of days. But the uh, they're the both eight and three after this game. The Rams won this one, but uh, twenty six points to twenty. Uh, yeah, Saints have uh, have lost their their winning streak.
1: Yeah, I'm sort of kicking myself a little bit about this one because I picked the Saints in this one. I was basically yeah. just taking the points, but they lost um, their secondary pass rush uh, uh, um, on the other side of Jordan Cameron and they had injuries uh, at safety now, oh sorry, at corner and so they were a little banged up on defence and I was rushing around obviously dealing with support calls and stuff and so I'm not actually surprised with all that going on that the Rams were able to pull out the win. I might actually finally get a chance to look at um, Jared Goff on coaching tape this week because I, yeah. I, I really would like to have a crack at this and I, I'll be watching the game tomorrow but um, I'm not too worried about the Saints as long as they get the corners back because I know that the pass rush has been lost for the season, but you know, we we'll need to keep an, an eye on that defense. But at eight and three, um, they still stand, look very good. And meanwhile, the Rams are legit because you know they lost a the game and they didn't let it turn into a horrible slide. Yes, yeah. you know, still top of their division, and um, you know, we shall see how they do.
0: I, I really hope that they do well. I'm on on that side of the uh, of the league. I'm, I am obviously because of my dad. I'm pulling for the uh, for the Vikings, but. I, I would very much like to see the Rams do very well, especially after such a, such a poor season last year.
1: Yeah, and um, I just like the helmets. Well, the, yeah, there, there is that. You know, the the, the white Ram helmet with the uh, um, face masks its transformational, and I, I'm looking yeah. forward to them getting the rest of their kit sorted.
0: Alvin Kamara had a good game for the uh, for the Saints: 87 uh, rushing yards and 101 yards receiving as well.
1: He has if. It, is he not beginning to get to the point where he might be offensive rookie of the year? He's played yeah, really possibly. well all year and they might actually in Lattimore their um, rookie corner have an argument for defensive player of the year which just goes to show how this team turned it around so effectively in the off season because they knocked it out the park with the draft
0: Yeah um, The Jaguars and the Cardinals uh, also met on Sunday in one of the, uh, one of the later games. Uh, it was 27-24 to the Arizona Cardinals uh, the I mean the the Jags are at seven and four. They're doing really well, but obviously obviously couldn't quite do enough to uh to, to get the win in this one.
1: The problem they've got is that they can run the ball fairly well, but Fournette can't be on if they're on sort of you know got a long third down. He, he mm. he's not on the field, which I'm guessing is pass protection. Yeah, the defense is really good, but. There's only so much you can do when you have um, a quarterback who's a combination of as limited and being limited by design as Blake Bortles. And so, mm. it, against the Cardinals, if you add in that a coach who passes the ball rather than running the clock out and gives the Cardinals a chance to come back and, and win the game, it, it kind of there is like a very precise way the Jaguars have to play to um, win the game. That there's sort of like one formula and they need to stick to it; otherwise, they're not going to win. And it's, it's given them a huge improvement and they may still well still make the playoffs, but it's going to be fascinating to see what they do at quarterback at the end of the year. And the only thing I will finally throw into the mix is that do they not feel like a team who might benefit from a quarterback who can throw a bit and run a bit? And I can't believe that Blake Bortles is um, better than a Colin Kaepernick
0: as an option. Oh yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you spot on there. He, they they could they could really do do some things if they could, if they did have a quarterback who could. Uh... Could run as well if they, if they had somebody who could carry.
1: Yeah, and as far as the Cardinals, they're making a good good fist of it. Um, Adrian Peterson is Adrian Peterson, but they've just had too many key injuries, and I just feel really sorry for Larry mm. Fitzgerald, who deserves a better final season if this is his final season.
0: Yeah, uh, we spoke a little earlier about uh, the 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 uh, Broncos and the Raiders. There was a yeah the, the big controversial uh, point of the match was the yeah, the well, the fight um, and uh, and and the. The subsequent uh, ejections from the game. Um, Raiders and Broncos, it was 21 points to 14 to the Raiders. Um, I don't know where to start with this one, other than the fight. (laughs)
1: Um, The Broncos are in a real mess. Um, They've still got the basis of a good defence, although the, the TJ Ward thing seems to be hurting. And it feels like that Vance Joseph isn't possibly the right person for that club or at least he's not had the best first season yeah. and i feel like john elway is trying to do too much from from the gm chair and they other thing that they really need to sort out is a quarterback and he built a team that went to a super bowl so he deserves plenty of leeway but he's not been drafting great it doesn't look like paxton lynch is, is the long-term solution and there feels like there's quite a lot of work to be done in the off season although how you go about fixing that team I'm not 100% sure because you've got that awkward thing if you want a quick turnaround on offence you've got a lot of money invested in that defence it's not like they can go out and just sign Kirk Cousins and solve their offensive problems
0: no and Paxton Lynch is injured now isn't he he got uh, injured during this game
1: yeah so back to Trevor Simeon and and, and that's also a worry is that for for a quarterback who's barely played he's been injured a lot as Paxton Lynch Mm,
0: yeah Um, well back to them for the, uh, for the, the, the rest of the season
1: I'm really not sure about the Oakland Raiders. The offense sort of is in fits and starts. I'm not sure how fit David Carr is with this back, and the offense with the change of offensive coordinator hasn't seemed to have worked. And the defense is just considering um, you've got, um, you know, a really good defensive end stroke um, linebacker, depending on which season, you know, system, season and system they're playing. It feels like that defense gives up a lot, and it it's gone from what felt like a very well constructed roster with a, a very good offense, and suddenly the offensive coordinators in um, Vikings are doing really well there, and it feels like they've stepped back on both sides of the ball, and and it would be again, it's another curious off season. I feel like because mm. I'm not sure. Well, uh, in a any, uh,
0: game that can only be described as a hell of a lot closer than I expected, um, the, uh, the the Packers and the Steelers met on on Sunday night as well. Uh, it was thirty-one twenty. Eight to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was won by a last-second field goal, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, and Mike McCarthy has defended his chance to go for um, a 57-yard field goal in in Pittsburgh, which is a notoriously, apart from quite a cold place to play, the, it's down by the river and yeah. um, it's an incredibly windy um, place to play and their kickers don't do very well. It's, it's, it's a notoriously difficult place to kick. And so the Steelers eke out a win of the Packers, I just, You just don't seem to know what's going to happen with Brett Hundley and them from week to week. There's no consistency there, which, in fairness, they've got what is, to all intents, is a rookie starter, even yeah. if he's been with them for a number of seasons. And so um, they did much better than I was expecting. Uh, Steelers hit 31 points, and I, I wonder how they would do against the Bengals next week. Eek.
0: That's it, yeah.
1: Oh, and the one thing we should say is Antonio Brown, really, really good at football.
0: Yep, <laughs> stick him on that <laughs> list. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose it's, it's time to go over to, uh, to Dan of the Future to uh, to tell us uh, tell us what the happened in the Monday night game. What's uh, what's happened, Dan? What ho, Dan? Hello, yeah, it's uh, it's me, Dan from the future. Um, Monday night's game saw uh, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Houston Texans, twenty-three points to sixteen. Uh, Ravens are still uh, in with a shout of making the playoffs, but uh, they're going to need some uh, some games to go their way uh, in in order to do it. Uh, and uh, yeah, don't worry about uh, about G's little joke. None of the, uh, the the quarterbacks caught on fire. Oh, well, thank, thanks very much for that, Dan. That's uh, that was very very useful, very good uh, information there. I'm I'm, I'm sure. Um,
1: I, I, the, I'm kind of shocked that apparently one of the quarterbacks uh, spontaneously
0: combusted. Oh, don't don't. <laughs> um, there was, we'll see. see there was uh, there was there was no. I was I was trying to find a uh, a way to bring the uh, the the trivia in this week that uh, my dad has, uh, has sent over quite kindly for uh, for you. Um, But there wasn't any of of this particular thing this week. Um, So I'll just have to uh, slot it in here, I suppose. Um, His his exact word, and I shall read it uh, word for word for you. Gee, you seem to have a thing about safeties, but which team allowed the most in a season? How many and when?
1: Oh, my word. (laughs) Oh, my word. Ah, which team? I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a team with a notoriously bad offensive line. Um. Oh man. Okay, complete guess. Seattle Seahawks because they haven't invested in their um uh, line in ages. I'm gonna go back to say 2014, and I'm gonna say four.
0: One. I'll give you one and a half.
1: Again? Climbing.
0: Yeah, one and a half again. <laughs> so, if you wanted, if you wanted the most, the most safeties for a team. That was yep. four as well. Uh, right. 49ers got that in 96. T- Titans got that in 99. Seattle Seahawks in 93. But the most safeties allowed, yeah, that was also four. Mm-hmm. It was in 2015. Oh. And it was the Miami Dolphins.
1: Oh! Mm. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one in safeties conceded. And also, <laughs> another team... With a, a bad offensive, um, offensive line. line, yeah. I thought you were yes, going to get it as
0: soon as he started saying that. I thought he's got it.
1: Oh, believe it or not, yeah, no. <laughs> they are two teams with pretty poor offensive lines. Um, it's just that maybe the Seahawks shouts more because of the, the disparate, disparate nature of their quarterback play, and, Quite and that maybe says that um, uh, uh, I've suddenly forgotten your, your starting quarterback, who's currently injured, has done surprisingly well considering the lines he's played behind. Jay Cutler. No, not Jay Cutler, Your actual oh. starting quarterback, oh, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill, yes. <laughs>
0: right, well, it's been quite a quiet week for the blog, I suppose, for uh, in terms of, of of what G's been uh, been writing about. You've been, I know, you've been quite busy, haven't you, G?
1: Yeah, work basically got on top of me, um, which um, I think, it, perversely, is going to sort of inspire a little bit of a write this week about um, the you know the situation with scheduling and things moving around and mm. why teams like to be be um, in situ and also touching on the coaching point that I mentioned earlier about um, the outside forces and getting them out of what they're knowing because these guys know a lot about football so I'll be writing something about that and looking I think at Jarrett Goff versus the
0: Saints defence and also I suppose it's worth uh, pointing out because we're recording this on Monday the picks haven't actually come out yet um, so the, uh, the this week's picks if you want to have a look at who we've, uh, who we've each got uh, that's going to be available on the blog as well It can all be found at com and I will be
1: probably going for seven points again because that seems to be what I do this season <laughs>
0: I felt that one way up here well that's all we've got time for this week thank you very much for listening I know it's been a uh, bit of a strange one but if you have liked what you've heard uh, please do remember to uh, give us a like a subscribe and a review through whatever medium you uh, procure your podcasts it really does help us to uh, get into as many ears as possible I hope you did like uh, what we've done this week because it's going to be a bit similar next week We're, uh, we're because of uh, schedules once again I promise you this is the last time for a while um, we're going to be uh, having another Recap week when we're going to look over the uh, the week thirteen games uh, of the uh, of the season. We, yeah, we're going to start. Uh, I'm pretty sure next week we're going to start getting into the uh, into the position where people are cementing themselves uh, in that in that playoff position, in those playoff positions. But uh, in the meantime, make sure you check out the wrongfootball.com for more from the mind of G uh, and also for our uh, our, our picks. Uh, and remember, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do either by dropping us an email to twfpodcast at outlook.com or find either G or myself on Twitter at wrongfootball or at twf Dan. Thanks again. For for listening, and we'll see you again next week.
1: I'm being sent to Newcastle.